Welcome to Tashma, the podcast where you get to listen in on Hadar's Beit Midrash. I'm Rabbi Avi Killip. Each week this year, we will hear a Dvar Torah on the weekly Parsha from Rabbi Eli Kampfer. Let's listen in. In this week's parasha, we meet a character who teaches us a lesson in morality and also ends up in one of our most important prayers, the first blessing of the Amidah. Surprisingly, this character, Malkitzedek, is not part of the Jewish people. Yet Malkitzedek teaches Avram, and in turn all of us, how to avoid moral pitfalls. The background is this. Avram has gone to rescue his nephew Lot, who was captured in a war of four kings versus five kings, Genesis 14, 1-16. In order to save Lot, Avram joins with the alliance of the four kings, which included the king of Sodom. The problem is, the king of Sodom is not a character with whom one wants to be associated. He is from an evil city, and his name, Bera, Genesis 14, 2, literally means evil. Following the battle, the king of Sodom comes out to meet Avram to divide the spoils of war, Genesis 14, 17. But before they actually speak, the story is interrupted by a new character named Malkitzedek. And Malkitzedek, king of Shalem, brought out bread and wine. He was a priest of God Most High, v'hu kohen le'el elyon. He blessed him, saying, Blessed be Avram to God Most High, creator of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your foes into your hand. Here we learn that Malkitzedek is a priest to a god named El Elyon, Kone Shamayim Varetz. Whoever this deity is, it is not the Jewish God. After all, Malkitzedek is not part of the Jewish people. But let's see what happens to this god's name. After encountering Malkitzedek, who then disappears, Avram does something unexpected. He refuses to take any money from this problematic ally, the king of Sodom. Then the king of Sodom said to Avram, Give me the people and take the possessions for yourself. But Avram said to the king of Sodom, I swear to Hashem, God Most High, creator of heaven and earth, Harimoti Adi El Hashem El Elyon Koneshamayim Varetz, I will not take so much as a thread or a sandal strap of what is yours. You shall not say, it is I who made Avram rich. Genesis 14, 21 through 23. Avram makes an oath swearing that he will take no money from the spoils of war, lest he go down in history as having become rich because of the evil king of Sodom. In order to make that oath, Avram quotes Malkitzedek's term for his own god, El Elyon Koneshamayim Varetz, but crucially, he adds the personal name of God, Yudhe to the beginning of the phrase. In other words, Avram modifies the name of a god from the pagan priest, making it applicable to the one god, Hashem. What did Malkitzedek actually accomplish in this brief interaction with Avram? Judy Klitzner suggests that Malkitzedek, true to his name, which literally means King Justice, was teaching Avram a lesson in ethics. Simply by his presence, justice embodied, Malkitzedek reminded Avram that taking money from the king of Sodom, even money fairly won in war, is not right. In fact, the king of Sodom, whose name, as we noted, is Bera, evil, is the embodiment of the opposite of Malkitzedek, justice. 
Avram, against his own economic interest, sides with justice. He takes the hard road and refuses any spoils of war simply because his ally is immoral. Strikingly, we quote Malkitzedek in the first blessing of the Amidah, our central prayer. In order to see this, we have to take a wider lens to the text of this blessing. Communities today recite, God Most High, who does good acts of loving kindness, and creator of all, and remembers the loving kindness of the ancestors. El Elyon, Gomel Chasadim Tovim, Vikoneakol, Vizocher Chasteavot. In fact, however, all older versions of this blessing had a different order of these sentences. God Most High, Creator of heaven and earth, who performs acts of loving kindness and remembers the loving kindness of the ancestors. El Elyon, Kone Shamayim Varetz, Gomel Chasadim Tovim, Vizocher Chasteavot. In this older version of the prayer, the lines concerning Chesed are grouped and not split apart. And significantly, our biblical quote is restored. Instead of creator of all, we read creator of heaven and earth, Malkitzedek's exact phrasing in Genesis 14.19. The first sentence of this older version of the blessing appears twice in our current liturgy, on Friday night in the introduction to Magena Vot, as well as on Shabbat morning at the end of the poem Nishmat Kolchai. Notice that in our Amidah, we don't quote Avram, who included God's personal name, Yudhe before the word El. Rather, we quote Malkitzedek's original phrase. Now, I'm not suggesting that we are referring to a pagan god in the Amidah. It's clear we are talking about Yudhe throughout, and that name is indeed the third word of our blessing. But by quoting Malkitzedek directly, we foreground his role in this blessing. Suddenly, this blessing, which is often understood in a very particularist way, is much broader. It includes the voices of the righteous, even beyond the Jewish people. One other hint to this understanding of the blessing exists in a later source, which asks, why do we say that God remembers the chesed of the avot, ancestors, and not avotenu, our ancestors? I was asked why we say in the first blessing of the Amidah and remembers the loving kindness of the ancestors and not of our ancestors. I said, ancestors refers to the rest of the nation. Vamar, she'avot kai nami asha'ar umot. Leket yosher, orachayim 21.1. Here, Rabbi Yosef ben Moshe interprets the term avot to be more general than we might have thought indicating the ancestors of all the nations, perhaps even including Malkitzedek himself. We have an explicit understanding of the Amidah in which non-Jews are included, performing acts of chesed and teaching us ethics. Malkitzedek, despite not being part of the Jewish people, is someone who can instruct us in moral behavior. This can be a powerful model of our potential connection to non-Jews even in the midst of the most particular blessing of the Amidah. We might ask ourselves as we pray, what righteous non-Jew might influence my behavior today? Where am I looking for models of ethical behavior, and is my search wide enough? Prayer then becomes an invitation to ask ourselves questions about how we act in the world and who are our role models in our quest for moral behavior. Shabbat Shalom. 
Our producers for this episode are Sam Greenberg, Jeremy Tabak, and Susan Pilevsky. Thank you to Nadav Remez for editing this episode. Additional editing by David Chavinsky. I'm your host, Rabbi Avi Killip. It's been a pleasure to learn with you. <laughs>